the world is always trying to pull us from our heart. Yeah. And not mm -hmm. intentionally. People are not doing that oh. intentionally. I'm an observer. You know, I, I do observe. So observing really helps me to just to not attach to all the drama and all the challenges that can exist in any type of creation. Uh, I lean in the challenge. I think challenge is actually um, a part of the success. I think it's really in the challenges where you find the remedies to success if you stay open and you keep your awareness fresh. So I think leaning into the challenge with compassion, it sounds weird, but if you don't learn how to do that, you'll always be mad. Welcome back to Mind Body Gym. Today we're going to be speaking with Deja Redman, one who is known as a mamapreneur and knows how to implement self-care. Deja is the mother of five and the owner of a beauty spa replenish with along with her sister and her mother. In this podcast, she shares her wisdom of how she finds time for personal care. Deja also shares what it's like to raise her children in their family-owned business. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so happy to have you on this podcast today because being a mom of five, oftentimes, you know, we don't have time for ourselves. And you being also the co-founder of Replenish, which allows us to put self-care in the forefront, right? In a situation where most Black women are taught to take care of everyone else, you made it your mission to make sure that Everyone puts themselves first in order to replenish, renew, and uh, recreate ourselves in the community. So I got Deja on here. <laughs> so and, grateful. So grateful to be here. Holy yeah, space with you. Absolutely. I mean, like, I've been knowing you since you were like, uh, you know, early 20s. You had, you had a young baby at the time. She was maybe three. Three old, maybe two or three years old. And right. um I was, I had my little, maybe my second gig working in a fitness industry um, at the Capitol Club. Right, and right. I, I, I was working at Guest in the city center and then met my friend Wendy, with whom, uh -huh. you know, you know, and uh -huh. she's the one that brought me to the Capitol Club as a receptionist. Oh, okay. Okay. I remember seeing you on the treadmill and I was like, are you doing? You're like, what are you doing on the treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And and since then, you know, our paths that our paths have crossed several times, and, and to a point of, you know, there was an experience of, of love and unconditional love. Yeah. yeah. Oh um, yeah! I mean, we was in a whole relationship. <laughs> 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 a whole relationship. 
that right. has just transcended, you know, where we are dear friends and family really now. Yeah, you know? and absolutely. The evolution of love and how it's so vast and it can't be put in a box. Absolutely so, not. I appreciate yeah. that because that's pretty much what it is. It just involves, evolves, just change yeah. forms into something bigger and greater. So that's the word is bond right there. Yeah, it's like um, love is never love is never destroyed. It, it's only recycled. It's like love is only recycled, never destroyed. Absolutely. And the many different realms of love on this planet is. We'll get into it. We'll get into it through this conversation of care because that's like the catalyst. Absolutely, and that, if you, I felt like if, if there was anyone in our community that could share, you know, what it means to take care of themselves, um, it would be you. And, you know, you're uh, a mompreneur and you, you have a tribe of five that you are leading and they're amazing souls and, you know, a partner who works in a place that is for to keep the community safe. And we know the challenges have what that's been in the last, you know, year and a half. So, you know, how do you, Deja, take time for yourself? at this moment to be able to do this work? Yeah, I mean, I think um, I'm at a level now where it's just really an intimacy with self, you know, where it's not this perfect journey. Uh, it never has been. I actually tell people where you, su- where you suffer the most is perhaps where you're the greatest teacher, right? Like, I struggle. Like, when, we fir- like, when you first knew me and I first met, you know, like from 2000 to 2000, I think at eight, that was all a struggle of no care for self, really. You know, it was more about experiencing life, getting into life, pleasing others, you know. So during that time, um, actually it was one of the biggest teaching moments of what, why care is important and what is care. You know, care, self-care is really developing this healthy relationship with self, mm-hmm. you know. And it's an ongoing, every day, every second, every hour <laughs> process. Hello. You know, Hello, yeah. <laughs> like you know, we obviously have our business replenished. My mom, my sister, and I. That is a container. That whole is a space holder for the experience of uh, of care in community, of mm-hmm. celebrating and honoring the human body, mm-hmm. uh, a place where we meet you where you are. But it's so much bigger than that. It is a space that we have designed to look like everyone else's home, that you can see a little bit of perhaps your, your mom's uh, you know, home in, in the replenished home or your, your own home. So you're going to find everyday life items. You're going you're gonna to see this familiarity to remind you that this is possible. This right. is possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the care, I think, for me um, is, an, is an intimate uh, connection with self. It's it's where I take time to like hear hear my inner voice, right? Mm-hmm. And to to tap into um, my more dense emotions. I mean, there's so much, you know, there's so much. It's and and it's also me like, oh, I'm about to do this podcast. What, what am I do with my hair? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. this expression yeah. of like how I want to show up for yourself, for myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. But in essence for the world, right? Because I wanna, you know, I'm I'm trying to be on my A game. My spirit is trying to be present in this life and it's trying to be like uh ready. So I gotta, you know, I gotta get the inner, the outer and you know, and get creative. And then when I come to 
speak my purpose and intention, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm feeling supported because I took the time to cultivate the energy that I want to exude um, at the time I arrive to something like that. It's, yeah. it's that deep, the care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, we definitely want to get on, get into like how you, um, what are the things that you do to do those things to prepare and sharing tips in that. from 2000 to 2008 you know that was just like a lot of you know not caring for self so would you just say that 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 contrast and that time just prepared you for you know 2000 on like 2009 on like what it means to 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 care for self right so if you didn't have that contrast then Mm. do you think that you would have even went this path yeah i mean i think that adulthood for me right now is like a remembrance, you know, like mm-hmm. looking back, a reflection, if you will. And and you begin to look at your um, your past life, like in my 20s or even in my childhood, you begin to look at it from all the angles, not just one. Like, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're like, okay, I got an angle right here. You know, I need to separate a little yeah. bit from my family experience life. But when you get to be an adult, it, you start looking into the archives of your your younger years and that is the database for which your purpose is built from. So okay. literally my abusive relationships that I was in, you know, mm-hmm. um, the womanizing experiences that I had with um, my, some of my ex-partners, having sex at such an early age and getting pregnant and not really having the support from community that I needed to, to learn about self. You know, I think, there was still care there and the care, I think that there's always care, you know, the care, the inner voice is always there. And that's part of the um, cultivation of care, because in order to build a healthy relationship with yourself, you have to kind of tap into that. And so during that time, my intuition, you know, when it got to a place where I needed to transition or um, have boundaries, you know, I took it there, but, but I, I still honor that, that inner inner voice for the fact that I was able to still move on and I got me here, you know, so there was something that I was doing. Right. 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 Um, but yeah, in. like the du- duality of that is looking back, you know, I learned like, Oh, how could I care for myself differently? You know, what did that inner child, what did that child need? Um, right. And then, you know, you go from there, you know, writing has really helped me though. Writing like spontaneous writing. Mm-hmm. Getting things out of your head. Oh my God. Like the journals that I kept when I was away from my child, you know, I moved to California and, and Brielle stayed with my grandma and that was hard for me. But writing in those journals Mm -hmm. was caring was me as a mother that didn't have the tools to understand what I was doing at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Writing in that journal was me actually writing to her so she could understand where I was so that one day she could forgive me. Yeah. I've never shared that story. Nobody knows that I 
you know, moved out to California and Brielle didn't come with me. Right. That was a hard, that was a hard time. That is hard. I yeah. can imagine that being hard. You know, but that writing, that, that little act, that simple act that nobody would be like, okay, writing, yeah, that's not really going to make me successful. Mm-hmm. I have journals upon journals that I kept even at my worst state. So I have an archive to go back into to look into the psyche of this child that was out there struggling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And thank God for family because my family along the way, my mother's unconditional love is really, you know, what really helped me to cultivate the intimate connection that I now have with myself. Wow. And family is who and where you got you ladies are doing this thing right this, this business yeah. of 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 care and i know from the time i walk in the door it's just this feeling of like you said being at home and a thing of just like overwhelming good feeling or good vibe of that's all I, the word for it it's just like your shoulders drop down automatically because it's like a yeah. place that you can come in and just um, close the door and let go. And that's what home is for me. So to be able to go to a place like that and, you know, be provided with this care and not just the care, but the love, I think is, is what's, uh, the secret sauce because, you know, um, with everything becoming AI automatic, all the automated, you know, customer services seem to be a dying thing. But when yeah. you get that, you relish it, right? And it makes you now different than every other business, right? Because not that we don't want to take care of our families and and have a successful business, but when you are spawning something more than a transaction and making it a transformation, that is what it's about, right? Authenticity is is becoming extinct. Like authentic connection is becoming extinct. You know, Mm -hmm. we have... This is this is vintage, right? We gotta hold on. We gotta hold on to this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Can you share what it's like working with your your mother and your sister? And you know, now you guys have been in this over ten years. If you're just in it for money, mm-hmm. sure, maybe think about doing it. But but just know that if nothing else is involved in that issues will arise and it will, it could break up families, you know, for us, it's a divine calling. It, you know, it was mm-hmm. something that was innate, uh, something that was already written. It wasn't easy. It was the beginning stages was like fast paced therapy. I'm the youngest, my sister's in the, in the game. She's the oldest. She, she did the traditional path to success of like going to college, doing all the things smarter than a whip. Like literally she's the database of our company. Okay. People don't know about it. People sleeping on Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. They really Chanel are. Is a, I, I think she got drop down boxes for every little category. You're like, oh, oh you need yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I say she's a G, that means she, like, G here means gifted. She's definitely yeah. gifted. Um, blessed to have her in the business. And, okay, so, yeah, and I was a little sister, you know, so, and I have not a traditional path, you know, I'm like, you know, creating stuff and moving things and connecting with folks and doing all those things. Um, And then my mom, she is, she's she's the grounding force. She's going to remind us. She's our accountability care. She's our accountable care coach. Yeah. She's our accountable (laughs) care coach. I love it. And she keeps us right. And if anybody had them hands of your mom, them hands of that massage. 
is why yeah. that <laughs> it's just I can yeah. see that you know mm-hmm. bringing her girls know. back in <laughs> exactly and and connecting back to the heart space like okay y'all don't got too far because it's easy to get swift away in capitalism okay you know what I'm saying like yes, you gotta run a business you have to yeah. you have to figure this out but see our business is just not any old business it's a social enterprise right right absolutely we um we give a lot out you know and we um have created this new way of having a business because now we're linking with corporations that need our support right but they also have the money and they also give away free programming to larger um of an audience so therefore our work is still getting out there yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. i love that i love that because In the times of now, you know, healings of traumas and all the things that's going on, um, self-care, self-care, self-care is like a, a, a cake that you put on. <laughs> it is. It's like an anchor. It's like, it's going, it's like, if you don't know thyself, yeah, <laughs> you in, okay. you're in trouble. Okay. like what you're hearing mama by kim joyce you can find more of her music at kimjoycemusic.com how do you balance you know the spa and growing growing a business because i know starting a business is like a baby itself it's like having a child right like growing a business but also growing your family at the same time how did you balance that wow I think everything is energy. And so I, I feel like in the beginning, we couldn't keep up with the business and the babies and all the things. Me and my sister both were pregnant. And, did, you know, so we created a space inside the carriage house, our yoga, our yoga, a space for yoga. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, well, since we can't be with our family at our homes, we're going to bring them to our space. So that's what okay. gave birth. That's what gave birth to yoga for everyday life. Mm-hmm. because we had our kids upstairs and downstairs was the yo- is the yoga studio. And so people will be like, well, we hear kids. And it's like, well, you can't find peace. You can always go to the mountain to find peace. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to be interconnected into your life and learn to be still. How yeah. are you going to do that? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it forced us to look inward to say, okay, we have our kids here. Well, it's just a part of the curriculum. So the kids were yeah. the blessing. Because it helps yeah. expand the curriculum of what we really stand for, which is yoga and beauty for everyday life. For women, that's everything. Right. That is. Absolutely. If you can't include the kids, if you can't include the kids, most women are like deuces. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Part of part of care, and we have to be an example of that. My sister and I, as a business, as as women, as Black women, mm-hmm. as mothers, and as entrepreneurs, and as care um, practitioners, as as care. Um, coaches we got to make sure we, we live it yeah yeah absolutely we do that the way you just put it though that was yoga you know it's it's the blending of the mind and the body right and then also like the heart that. the heart and the work right yeah. so your heart was your baby the work was replenished and you brought them together right so that was yoga that was definitely yoga right there yeah yeah <laughs> you know Right. And so, wow. 
And as you're growing this thing, you're also bringing to your kids to a place where, again, you're putting self-care in front and they can also see the their role models. Yeah. Examples like black entrepreneurs, right? Entrepreneurs. Women were mothers to them, like, you know, mother figures. And now we're not doing that now, though. Now it's like it's COVID, there's too much going on. So right. now. How did you pivot? I, in that time? I had to pivot and I had to, I just had a baby. So my sister um, it's like, it's like a game of basketball. It's like, okay, I'm a pass. I'm a pass the ball to you. You take it down okay. the court. Right. Okay. Because I didn't have the time or energy. I just had a baby during COVID, you know what I'm saying? So that was intense. And my sister was able to say, you know what? I got the ball. I got the energy. I'm going to take it home. You know what I mean? I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it down the court. So yeah. she was able to carry the energy and the weight. And there was times I had to do that for her. And I don't believe in having, I don't believe in CEO, the only person at the top. I don't believe in one person being at the top. I, I believe in a circular leadership system. I love that. That's the only way that it's going to work. Yeah. Right. And, you know, like when you're thinking of the space, I've been around you and you can just one day just be like overhaul, right? And just putting all changing things and making things anew, like a clearing of the space. How do you... um create that space (laughs) (laughs) you know me and mom so we all switch roles in the business so my mom and I are the creative directors of like space arrangement and like energy and filling and it's all it's feng shui is a thing do we follow all the guidelines of the actual traditional feng shui I don't know but what we do is we listen to the heart so everything matters we walk in the space engaging the senses what you see taste touch smell we want to feel familiar we want to feel to create the experience of calm and, and of love without saying we love you because we do you know what i'm saying right it's we, a we feeling wanna, too it's a feeling right so when you walk <laughs> in you feel yeah. loved supported mm-hmm. and cared for without us even saying that's dope yeah you know absolutely. it's like we don't call ourselves a safe space. People call us a safe space. Because We're constantly know. trying to make it a safe space. There's no period at the end of that. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said when you walk in there, it's just like, you know, you open a door, your shoulders might be at your ears, but by the time you close the door and is and you are greeted the way you're greeted at the door, your shoulders just drop. And it's just like this. You know, um, and that takes what you just, what you said earlier, just day by day, minute by hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second type of awareness. You have, you know, to be aware, to be aware. aware. You know, when you have 
such a good vibes. And I'm just going to just bring this up once because I don't want everybody to think this has been cake work for you. Like <laughs> being there for the community, also being gone after in the community. How do you manage that? Because there's always that contrast, right? How do I manage being in the challenge. community like or challenge. challenge in the community? Yeah. yeah. First of all, I think it's really hard. It's really interesting being a leader of an organization or being a co-founder or creator of something. It is a fast-paced therapy. You get you you have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps quick, yeah. right? Okay. Because right. especially as a black woman, you know, we didn't come with all the capital, so we there's many different angles of challenge. There's challenge of, you know, we're changing our business, we're more, you know, um or, simple yet original. And we don't do all of the Botox and all of the things. And some of our client friends, you know, were like, oh, I need to, you know, mm-hmm. need to get into that. And, you know, to, to, to have that boundary and to still hold space for a person, you know, but still stand your ground as to who you are. That's, that's a practice every day because the world is always trying to pull us from our heart. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. intentionally. People are not doing that oh. intentionally. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But so, just pulling at the heartstrings kind of thing. Pulling your heartstrings. And um, I think the way I handle challenge is that I'm an observer. You know, I, I do observe. So observing really helps me to just to not attach to all the drama and all the challenges that can exist in any type of creation, any type of connection with people in general. Um, I love community. I think community is the accountability. So uh, I lean in the challenge. I think challenge is actually um, a part of the success. I think it's really in the challenges where you find the remedies to success if you stay open and you keep your awareness fresh. So I think leaning into the challenge with compassion, it sounds weird, but if you don't learn how to do that, you'll always be mad. Gotcha. Just be walking around gotcha. mad, right? Yeah. So compassion for yourself, one, you know, to be able to help navigate, but compassion yeah. for the situation as well or you could say even grace like grace. having okay. some grace for yourself for the mistakes you may have made or are going to make and then grace yeah. for that other person as a human being on this planet that's trying to figure it out too absolutely because you know i've been in now the government entity is a different story <laughs> I yeah i got you i got you the uh, government entities mm-hmm. you know that type of challenge Mm-hmm. We had to deal with the IRS and different things like that. And, you know, we'll share that story. We'll need more time for that one. But mm-hmm. to handle those challenges, you got to, you gotta, it's, your purpose has to be bigger than you. Absolutely. Ooh, you heard that. Y'all heard that. Because those be entities are powerful and you're going to feel powerless if you don't have something bigger than you. Yeah. Right. It'll um, take you down. Having that why and emotional fortitude to move forward. Absolutely. That that mm. purpose, oh, it comes yeah. out of nowhere. It's like protecting your baby. I will flip over this car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we've all seen that. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a good vision for, you know, good exam- image of what it means. I'm not going to hold you much longer. It's just like we want to definitely know where Replenish, What what's the future of Replenish? What's right. Like? So, Yes, come see us at Replenish. We're at, at um, 124 South Washington. We are a yoga spa um, gathering space. We do corporate wellness. We um, have all the spa experience in it, experiences, including um, energy work, 
facials, body work. I mean, just the whole thing. But also we link into community and connect with other wellness coaches and practitioners and and create, just create space for people to have to have access, to have access to these tools that are so vital right now in this world, in this new paradigm that we're living in. You can find us on Instagram at BE Replenish and just follow our movement, the yoga carriage as well. But what's what's next for Replenish? Uh we are we're shifting some things right and we don't we don't have the answers but we're trusting our intuition deeply trusting our intuition we have a partner with monique mccrystal and chanel and i are really in deep work with uh the yoga carriage and the new beginnings of going into corporate wellness even deeper um, but also getting, getting out in community and making sure all people have access to this this work this, this self-work that is vital right now. So with all this powerful work that, you know, um, the Replenish tribe, yourself, Monique, your mom, Chanel are doing, right? And you're, you have community partners and you're looking at, you know, expanding this through corporate wellness, which is, woof, I would definitely say is much needed right now, much needed. Mm-hmm. What would you like to be remembered for, you know, like the impact in your life, your That's legacy? A big question. Um, you know, this industry, and I'll say beauty industry because it's a trending, you know, word, uh, but it's much, much bigger than the beauty for me. It has been a blessing for me, you know, to be in this industry and to, it's been my, it's been my uh, sort of a ministry, you know, for my spirit to speak up. So what do I want to be remembered for? I think I want to be remembered for being a mirror, right? Like living what I'm teaching, you know? So I want to serve as a mirror. Um, And sometimes the mirror looks back and it maybe, you know, makes us face a challenge together, you know? So I don't know. I I think I don't want to be remembered for a person who just stayed original, like, like original, you know, just, Wow. Wow. Yeah. In, your, in your uniqueness in your own DNA. My own DNA. And, you know, I believe everything is recycled. So, you know, I'm pulling from my my ancestors. I'm pulling from all of the religions because I love all, you know, all, I love the essence of different things in each religion, like pulling all of this together and creating something original. And, you know, and making an impact of of the ripple of, of, of love. And I think love is that big that this ripple uh, of what the love I have to bring to the world will have its own essence. You know, it'll hopefully plant seeds for the future to create equanimity um, and restoration for, for our, our hearts moving forward because we are in a, a time that, requires us to raise our vibration. Wow. Yeah. Raise our vibrations requires us. I love that. I, I love mm-hmm. that. Thank you so much, Deja, for Thank taking the time out today much. to share about um, yourself, self-care, and the Replenish Yoga Spa. Um, we Listen, definitely... You, out, you out here in the world doing your thing. And yeah. I am so grateful. I am so grateful to be in your community, you know, um, you and the Segadets are doing some wonderful work and deep work. Um, 
believing that everyone deserves second chances. And so yeah. I'm here for it. Well, Let we us know how we for us having the space. Yeah. You know, to come to and get the, you know, the deep work, you know, you know, get your shoulders dusted off, you know, <laughs> right? Get back in the game. Like we, right. we need that in the community because it's some work out here to be done. And we're, we're just very grateful for um, replenish, but also for you. And just like, for me, the growth of still having in an emotional space that we can continue to grow and evolve as um, caring and divine light people for for each other and uh, allowing people to see what it means to still have a deep, yeah, heal and still have a deep love for for our communities. Like you don't have to walk away from a situation and be in a hateful way or tear each other down. Still can, you know, be in the same community and uplift and heal at the same time. Oh my gosh. We have reconditioned minds around healing <laughs> and transforming. Yeah. And I am grateful for that. That has been a, a huge lesson in my life. Uh, a, a lesson of what love can do yeah. um, for for humanity. So Absolutely. word up, my friend. <laughs> We'd like to thank Deja for joining our podcast today. And check out the beauty spa located at 124 South Washington Avenue in Columbus, Ohio. Make sure to schedule in advance at Replenish With Us. It'll be well worth it. Two-thirds of the prison population in the state of Ohio and in 35 states in the United States end up back in the prison population within three years, a phenomenon known as recidivism. Fit to Navigate combats recidivism through wellness programming that has resulted in 0% recidivism. Learn more at fittonavigate.com.